Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. The Monroe Doctrine. Uh, well, so that was our last album. We we basically knew it was going to be our last album, and we wanted to put as much stuff on there as we possibly could, and we wanted to be super, super painstaking about it, and we went went over budget on that record as well. And Jim Monroe, who was our engineer and producer, who had become a very good friend of ours by that point, um, he went way, way, way above and beyond <laughs> to help us out, gave us a lot of bro rates for stuff in the studio. He did a lot of stuff in his spare time for no money. It took a long time to get it finished and to get it to come out. And so we couldn't, we couldn't think of a better name anyway, but we also kind of felt like Hey, we've been working with this guy for like 10 years now. We, we kind of wanted to pay him a tribute and name the album after him without making it too obvious. So. But he, you- he, he knows it's named after him. <laughs> he said he appreciated it, but he, being the, being the, 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 being the dry man that he is, kind of like, it's great, bro. Don't ever want to do that again. Thanks for naming the album after me. It just took you a while to get that record done. I remember you were saying that was sort of the idea behind the bloody hand on the cover, kind of like, we're getting this thing delivered we're, yeah. we're, at, at, at all costs. In a way, like, like I said, we, we pretty much knew it was going to be our last album. By that point, we were in our late 20s. You gain a lot more responsibilities as you get older. When we started the band, we were all barely out of high school, and you and you really have nothing to worry about, but then when you're when you're you're pushing 30 you've got uh, all kinds of other things going on in your life and so it was difficult to get us all in the same place in the same place at the same time to begin with and that that definitely lent itself to uh why it took so long plus we knew we weren't going to do a lot of touring to support that album so getting into the studio we had to be really we had to be really really smart with where we spend our money even though we ended up going over budget we still knew like okay we'll just try to go in there whenever whenever there's a free slot of time uh, you know on a moment's notice can you go in and record you know backup vocals for a few hours or hey this band canceled you want to come in and record uh you know overdubs on the guitar parts or something like that um so yeah wasn't the wasn't wasn't the most efficient album that that we recorded by any means but um but again you know the the end of it uh, uh 
super proud of it. You know, very, very proud of it. I'm, I, I feel like we went out on a, on a high note as far as, uh, as far as uh, an album is concerned.